step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is your dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to InTheMoneyStocks.com. And you are listening to... Daily Market Wisdom with Master Trader Nick Santiago. And today is May 12th, 2020. And this is show number 32. Well, Nick, uh, as we start off, uh, and you mentioned yesterday, it's uh, Options Expiration Week. And I guess that's for the, uh, the little guys to kind of just stand aside and watch the big guys play their games, huh? Yeah, if they're smart, that's what they'll do. Um, this happens every month. Around the third Friday of every month is options expiration. This is the options expiration for the month of May coming up on the 15th. Um, and it's a week of institutional game playing. You're going to see, you know, you'll hear a lot of rumors. Yesterday we heard uh, Amazon was interested in, in buying out AMC. I mean, I, I don't know if that's true. Not that it couldn't be true. But AMC Entertainment, you know, is a $5 stock. So maybe there's some validity to that. But it's just, just you know, uh, it's just something you're going to hear during this week. You're going to get lots and lots of rumors really throughout the entire trading week. While options expiration occurs on Friday, um, leading up to the expiration, you'll get these ridiculous rumors. Uh, you'll also get a lot of ridiculous upgrades and downgrades by analysts. I mean, some really, really far out stuff you'll hear from them but again it's all just to move markets in certain play to certain strikes by the end of the week so that the majority of the retail options traders contracts will expire worthless this happens each and every month and it's, it's a game and um, something else to watch for too stocks that are up sharply or indexes that are up sharply they'll usually be due for a pull a pullback or maybe they'll see a sharp sell-off in some regards and then stocks that are in downtrends often get bounces this week as well. So just just be aware of it. It happens every week. It's it's just options X, and I always call this the real shark week. It's just a week of game playing, and it can be easily manipulated, especially when the overall volume in the market is light, and that has been the case uh, recently. Yeah, and so when they do this, uh, the games that the biggies are playing, the object is to make – make uh, options that are close to or, or in the money a bit, make them finish out of the money and expire worthless, right? Yeah. So if you ever traded options and you look at an options chain, you can see where the big options traders are because you'll see 5,000 contracts, 10,000 contracts come over. When you see um, contracts that are executed and they're just one or two contracts or maybe five or 10, you know, that's just a retail trader trying to get involved in the market. So when that happens, the institutional institutional traders have computer software that looks at every uh, big buyer and they put them in one pool and then they look at all the small buyers 
and they put them in another pool. And then they um, basically look at uh, where they need to pin an option by the end of the week um, for the small retail trader to expire worthless. So, you know, again, my, my rule of thumb for everybody is do not trade the near-term expiration, meaning do not trade any contract that will expire this Friday. That's how you avoid that pitfall. Right. And th these traders, before there was electronic trading, they were doing this in the pits. It was a more labor-intensive endeavor, but they've been doing this for years. It's gone on from the beginning of time, and it will go on till the end of time. So it's just a, you know, a little lesson for a lot of the listeners here who may just be a mom-and-pop trader at home, you know, not really knowing how this game is played. I mean, I was a victim of it for a long time uh, in the early years, but you know you, you pick up on it eventually, and um, you just really stay away from the near-term expiration. If you want to trade options, there's nothing wrong with that. It's great. It can be a great vehicle. I trade them all the time, but I always give myself time out on the on what we call time on the clock, um, meaning I'm not using the near-term contract that's going to expire this Friday and looking for a move um, because they'll once they get enough of, enough people looking for the same thing, they just really reverse it the other way. Yeah. And it just seems like it's so easy for them to do it. And that's why like 90 some odd percent of options traders lose money. Yeah. It really is very easy for them to do it, especially when you, you have the volume, you know, trading as low as it has been. We're not trading the same kind of volume we did in mid March. So again, the volume has really subsided and um, it just makes it a lot easier. And, and they have, you know, sophisticated equipment to tell them where they need to pin certain strikes uh, by the end of the week, certain strike prices on options. So, again, it's just a, a, just a good warning um, to listeners, and hopefully they catch on to it. And they're like, this is legal to manipulate options prices because it's controlled by the commodities future trading and not the SEC, and they're allowed to do this? Well, there's nothing illegal about it, really. It's just, um, you know, basically market markets are moving in one direction or another. So there's really nothing illegal, you know, going on. At least, you know, I, I've just caught on to the game a long time ago, and it was just easy for me to avoid getting yeah. involved in the near-term expiration. That's all you really got to do. But, yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if you go out there and, um, you know, what's to say that, you know, Johnson & Johnson, which is trading at around $150 a share, can't drop to $144? Right. So mm -hmm. the person that bought that 150 strike price is now out of the money and yeah. their their contract expires worthless or they're not going to exercise the option because it's not worth it. So, yeah, this ha this stuff happens all every every uh, and there, there's a lot of shenanigans. But that's that's yeah. why you got to be a seasoned trader in this business. And, you know, really, you can avoid these things. Right. I gotcha. And and uh, that's why you have to watch. You really got to watch closely. And when you're in the money on an option. Uh, follow your rules, right? Always. I mean, that that's just you know you have to be a smart trader is is really what it comes down to. This is not an easy business. I laugh at I laugh at people when they say, "Hey, I want to do what you do," and they think they're going to make a million dollars in next week. You know, I mean this this is a this is a business that is you know a lot of time, effort, study go, has went into it, and a lot of time, effort, and study continues to go into it. So. You know, we're always learning. We're always watching. I'm always I trying to identify different things in the marketplace. But this is this is just like uh, one of the old tricks that's been going on for years and years. So, you know, just if you're a newer trader and you, you do like to dabble in the options market, that's great. But just give yourself some time on the clock. Don't don't invest or 
try to uh, get involved in the in the contract that's going to expire in just you know a few days. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, time is your enemy with options for sure. And <laughs> so always keep that in mind. Anyway, so we got the rebellion has uh, formally begun. We have Elon Musk uh, speaking out against uh, the Alameda County uh, Health Commissioner and their government there, and basically saying we're starting up production and we don't care what you say. And he also sued them while he was at it. Yeah, it looks like Elon Musk has really, uh, you know, I don't even know if rebel is, is the right word because he, he's really taken them on. In fact, I think today he even said that um, if they're going to jail anybody, he'd be the first to go. He's going to be right on the front lines with all of the workers. But, you know, what people don't realize is that you if you don't get this economy up and running, you're going to run into a depression. And I think if you if that happens, we're really going to see you know, what a big mistake we made by not, you know, getting back to work, getting back to business. And, um, you know, these things have always happened where you've had viruses and all of, but, you know, when you look at this one as a whole, there's a lot of agenda politically behind it. And, um, you know, I, I stand with Elon Musk on this one, um, get to work and, and get, you know, get things moving again. That's really what you have to do. If you cut production um, you know, no business can withstand that. And, you know, if you take away somebody's livelihood or their job, um, they might die anyway. So, you know, what is what is really worse here um, is really a, a big, big question. But you, you can't shut down countries from working. You can't shut down productivity. That's what, you know, that's what the world works off of. And that's, you know, it, really what made the United States a great country. It just reminds me of that movie, Risky Business, and the uh, Guido the Pimp, and he tells Tom Cruise, never mess with a man's livelihood. And, you know, the government uh, has not figured this out because that's all they do is mess with your livelihood. Well, now all they keep talking about is, you know, everybody should get a $2,000 check at the end of the month. I mean, they're just... Um, what's going on here is, is, is absolutely insane, and um, there'll be a price to pay for all of this money printing and all of this stimulus that we're doing right now. I mean, just think about it. You know, on a, a eight-week or 12-week shutdown here or, or lockdown that we've had, and we didn't shut down everything. I mean, there were still businesses that were operating and doing well, but, you know, on that, say we shut down 50% of, of industry mm – -hmm. Um, and we printed, you know, six trillion dollars worth of, of of debt and liabilities. I mean, there's somebody that's got to pay for that down the road right now. Um, it seems like everything's fine and it's no problem. But that money has been created out of thin air. And I don't think people understand that. So if you don't get um, industry up and running, there'll be a massive, massive problem down the road. And there always are. And that's just, you know, part of it. Um, I'm not going to talk about the doom and gloom scenario in the future right now because we want to see people get back to work and, you know, stay healthy. Um, but the reality of it is the doom and gloom picture in the future can be beyond devastating um, when it comes home to roost. And, you know, that's still quite a bit away. But eventually when you take that stimulus away, you'll, you'll see what happens. Yeah, it's kind of like now they've opened Pandora's box. There's no limitation to the amount of stimulus that will apply. And... They'll just keep going and going until who knows what. Uh, but in the meantime, so we had uh, Marriott's uh, earnings reports. Any significant earnings reports yesterday? And 
where are we at today? Uh, there are there are always some urgent. We didn't have anybody today that reported that I thought was all that urgent or important. So um, when I look at um, the earnings reports that came out today, we had Honda Motor this morning. We had Ingersoll ran last night. I think we had uh, Datadog. But you know these aren't big market movers. Um, these aren't the so-called stocks that are going to you know rattle the house here, uh, whether they go up or down. But you still have earnings coming in. They're just not going to be the big uh, mega cap tech names or the big sexy household names. So again, we'll just uh, let the markets uh, dictate what we're going to do. But this is an options X trading week where you're going to get a lot of um, what I call shaking of the tree. The the, the leaves will be uh, thrown into the wind here. You're going to see you know stocks that are up a lot go down. You're going to see stocks that are down get pops. It's just a week to be neutral. Take it slow. Just watch the best chart patterns. Once you get past options expiration, we get back to regular business. Right. All right. So um, no major, any other sectors you're watching um, after, you know, they said the prediction is that GDP for the uh, second quarter will be down 35%. Uh, yeah, I, I, it could be, could be, it could not be. I, I don't know if I subscribe to that number per se, but what I will say is that it's not going to be good. Um but what, how I look at it is the market already discounted that news and the market is just looking at what's going forward. And really what it's going to come down to, in my opinion, is um, if we could have the economy start to open up again like, it, like it's doing right now, yeah, we'll get some setbacks here and there. But um, right now the markets are looking uh, pretty decent at the moment. And this is a kind of scenario where you just got to look at these charts and just keep interpreting interpreting them each and every day and each and every week. And that, and I think that's the best way to approach this at the moment. Right now, things are fine. Yeah. So so the market's already uh, anticipated this. We've seen it. We look at the stock charts and the waterfall that took place in, in March and kind of continued into April for a little bit. And we say, uh, so you're thinking, is you're thinking more this is a one-off event well, not 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 so much at the moment because we have to wait and see. You never know. I mean, you have a lot of different forces at, at work here. I mean, I hate to say it like that and sound political, but I mean, I've never seen a country this divided ever in, in my lifetime. So, um, you know, when when you look at something like this, um, you have to think for a minute, like, why did we really shut down the way we did? Was that really smart or sensible? Why didn't we just isolate, you know, uh, senior citizens and people with pre-existing conditions and let everybody else go about it. Um, it seems like we did the opposite and, and that was destructive. So you had a lot of damage done between, um, the February highs and the March lows, which was about, uh, one month time, one month, a uh, one month decline. And we've come back pretty nicely, but again, um, you know, nothing goes up in a straight line. It does seem like we did go down in a straight line. So, could it have just been a blip and now we're back on the track again, the train's back on the track to the upside? Yeah, that's a possibility, but I'm not confident enough to say that um, that's that's it. The lows are in forever and we're going back up. Um, I've seen things this year that I never thought I would see, nor did I predict, even though I was looking for the markets to go lower. And I don't mean so much predicting the stock market. I mean predicting you know, what's going on geopolitically. So uh, I think you always got to take that into account and you can never get overly confident of anything because you just never know what will wake up till wake up uh, into tomorrow. Mm -hmm. 
And so, yeah, of course, we have no idea. And, and the future is always uncertain, as they say. But, uh, but, you know, we can look in the past and try to figure out what's going to happen in the future, but that's not always a productive endeavor, to say the least. Um, I guess it's just wait and see. But what I see in Florida, well, what I see in the county just north of where I live in Palm Beach County, Martin County, it's like things are almost back to normal there, although there is social distancing and all that. I don't see a lot of people wearing masks. In Palm Beach County, which just opened up yesterday or started reopening, uh, everybody is, it was really weird eating dinner. It was outside and all the servers were masked fine, but, uh, but like half the people were still taking out. They wouldn't eat at a restaurant. But I have a feeling by the end of the week, it'll be like Martin County where everyone will be going out. Yeah, I, I was in Pinellas County at Clearwater Beach uh, this past weekend, as you know. And I have to say, outside of staff and uh, the workers at the restaurants, they were the only people I saw with masks. Um, people were out and about and um, there were film crews down there and everything. And, you know, people kept kept some distance between each other. That was that was good to see as well. And, you know, follow the rules. But it was very, very busy. I couldn't believe how quickly uh, people sprung back into action and were out and about and spending money and uh, out, out at dinner. So it was nice to see. Um, I hope it's a successful launch. It looks like Georgia uh, has been going really, really well. And that's a, a good test case for the country. Yeah, definitely. So, hey, we were following oil. Uh, any Anything noteworthy in the oil sector? Yeah, I mean, today crude's up $1.19. It has pulled back the last few days. So it's back above 25 a barrel on the June contract. That will expire, I believe, on the 20th. And then we'll go into the July contract. And um, right now, um, I, I think crude oil is holding up pretty well. So that's also a pretty good sign to see. Yesterday was announced that Saudi Arabia would cut another million barrels a day on top of the 9.7 uh, million a day. So that that probably is giving it oil a little bit of a shot to the arm. And um, again, that that's a, a little bit of a positive. So uh, crude oil right now holding up pretty well. I think it's going to go into the low 30s the way it looks. As long as we have a successful launch of the economy, I don't see anything stopping that pattern that's on the chart. So crude oil, in my opinion, um, really holding up well. I think it goes into the low 30s, 31, 32 dollars. That's where we'll probably see a little bit of a stall out. All right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, looking ahead and then our, our lodging, our airline stocks uh, still uh, haven't flashed the ultimate buy signal yet. No, yesterday we just had the biggest of them all, though, Marriott in the uh, hotel space report earnings. So we want to wait about three or so days from there. Um, and, and rightfully so. So that had had gotten hit a little bit yesterday, but I love the pattern that it's making. Got to let that pattern uh, bake in the oven a little bit longer. Um, and then when you see other stocks in that group, like uh, Choice Hotels, um, that's a re really good pattern as well. Hilton um, is looking pretty decent. Hyatt, obviously, you know, that's, that's one that I've already traded um, recently. Now I'm waiting for that pullback to conclude. And then I'll be getting into probably two or three of these names. Airline stocks are still stuck in the mud here. They really can't get anything going. Um, they had a nice pop on Monday. And then um, they're just down just a little bit today. It looks like um, somebody from Boeing said one of the major carriers are going to go under. And that's probably putting a little bit of a, 
uh, negative sentiment on the airline stocks today. But again, Southwest and Delta are my two favorites in that industry group. Uh, major airline going bankrupt, huh? Well, can't be. But they just got all got bailed out by the government. How can they be going under yeah. already? Well, you know, sometimes things are said to get prices down again so somebody could get in. We'll see if that's the case with this one. <laughs> all right. We will see. Well, that's rumors. Remember, it's options X. <laughs> yeah, so anything is possible. And uh, uh, a carefully placed word to a sympathetic reporter, and all of a sudden you got a panic out of a stock, right? It, it's it's notoriously notoriously done during options expiration. I can't even overstate it. It's That's why I brought that whole point of view up earlier it's it really is amazing but you're going to hear and see things this week that you know you'll you'll scratch your head sometimes but after doing this for so long um i, I every time i think i've seen everything i just get shocked again by what i hear so again I, I think it's more options x than anything else all right well hey we'll find out shortly enough anyways go take a look at nick's site in the for his trading record and a lot of other useful info Twitter feed is at ITMS and at Nick Santiago 01. And of course, ours is at Kerry Lutz. And hey, any questions or comments, just email us kl at kerrylutz.com. Nick, we'll pick up tomorrow. Sounds good, Kerry. Thank you. This, this is, is your, your dose, dose of daily, daily market, market wisdom with, with master, master trader Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to InTheMoneyStocks.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.